Pinna. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Every day during breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snack time, someone is the victim of a food crime. Yes, you heard me right. Food crimes. Now it'll be 792. Maybe someone put the milk back in the fridge after drinking basically the entire carton. What am I supposed to put in my cereal? Or maybe the sushi you ordered was delivered without soy sauce. Oh, man. No matter the transgression, there must be a trial at the food court. And justice must be served. Preferably with some fries on the side. Welcome to Food Crimes. Warning, the food crimes you are about to hear are real and may not be suitable for hungry listeners. Today's case of Georgian v. Mom comes to us from Kerala, India, where a son is taking his own mom to food court. My name is Georgian and my I am 11 years old. My mother tricked me to have a, a dish called putter, which I didn't want to give a try. Georgian says he was tricked into eating puta for breakfast when he thought he would be getting his favorite dish, idli. On a morning in my grandparents' house, my mom came with a plate full of breakfast. Idli, uh, I, I was expecting idli. Idli is made of rice. It's fluffy and soft. Even though Georgian suspected that something was up, his mom insisted she had served him idli, but had secretly given him puta instead. My mom said that it was idli, but it was puta. My mother cheated me. He says he couldn't tell she switched the idli with the puta because of the black graham curry that was mixed in. Puta and idli look same when it is mixed to black graham curry. So he's taking his mom to food court. I think it's a crime because I feel my mother unnecessarily forced me to try new dishes. Georgian might be a picky eater, but he knows what foods he does and doesn't like. And another thing he doesn't like? Being tricked. Can't I just stick on to my favorite menu? But Georgian's mom, Bibi, doesn't agree that a food crime was committed. I'm not guilty. I feel I did the job of an idle mom, making kids eat everything. It should not be fussy eating, you know, they should not reserve themselves to a limited menu. They should be comfortable trying everything. There are a lot of lovely food around us. She says it's the job of every mom to get their kids to try new things however they can. Well, whichever environment they get stuck into, they should always, you know, they should be flexible enough to try different food or they're going to have a hard time surviving in this world. So there you have it. The picky plaintiff and the deceitful defendant. A case of son versus mother. Now it's up to the judge, the jury and you to decide. Did Georgian's mom commit a food crime? 
Or does this story of a sneaky swap leave a bad taste in your mouth? Let's step inside the courtroom to hear more. All rise. The Honorable Judge Foodie presiding over the case of Georgian v. Mom. Charges are familial food fraud by way of misrepresentation of dish. Thank you, Bailiff. Everyone, you may be seated. Hello, Your Honor. Wonderful, as always, to see you, Your Honor. I don't need the pleasantries today, counselors. I'm on a tight schedule. My docket is jam-packed. I don't want to be wasting time with any hellos, how do you do's, what's going on, how have you been, etc., and so forth. I just want to get started quickly, so please, let's get into our opening statements. Prosecution may begin whenever you're ready, Catherine Flambay. Thank you, Your Honor. The facts are these. Georgian was told he was getting his breakfast served with Idli. Instead, he was deceived by his mom into eating puta. Ladies and gentlemen, that's food fraud. Very good, Counselor. We'll now hear from the defense. Counselor Stephen Reven, you may proceed. I would be delighted, Your Honor. Friends of the court, we all have our favorite foods, to be sure. But how did they get that way? We were born not knowing how delicious spaghetti is or how refreshing orange juice tastes. No, every food we like we first had to try. Bibby was merely attempting to get her son Georgian to give new food a chance. Perhaps her tactics in doing so were a bit misleading, but such is the burden of being the mother of a picky eater. You must use whatever means are available to you to get your child to eat a new dish, whether through deal-making, trickery, or simply saying, just eat it. And look, at least she wasn't forcing him to try something against his wishes. She was merely being, hmm... Creative with the truth. Georgian's mom knows she misled her son. But food fraud? (laughs) We're going to have to say not guilty to that, Your Honor. Thank you, Counselor Reven. We'll now begin arguments. Flambe, yes. I see your hand raised. You may start the argument. I just want to point out a massive hole in Reven's statement, if that's fine. Just a really huge problem with it. You may, yes. Well, I don't know if I'd agree with that, considering the fact that I spent... Not up to you. All right. Georgian does not mind any other tactic his mom uses, okay? And believe me, she uses many. Could we roll the clip of the defendant Georgian's mom? Actually, like, you know, uh, to make him eat vegetables and all, I uh, mix it with the rice or anything and give So then he's forced. Anyway, he'll he'll be hungry. He opens and he finds uh, the rice is mixed already with the vegetable and he has no other choice. How do you get that clip? Don't worry about it. By her own admission, she'll mix his vegetables into his main dish so he'll have no choice but to eat them. She's got tricks up her sleeve, to be sure. But specifically, Georgian is seeking justice for being deceived. He ate the entire dish thinking it was Italy, only to find out later it was Puta. I'm sorry, Counselor Flambe. Can you repeat that last part for me? How much of the dish did he eat? He ate the entire dish. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. I said he ate the entire dish, all right? Hmm. 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 Interesting. Those don't sound like the actions of someone who hated what they were served. I'd go almost as far as to say he liked it. 
I don't care if he liked it. He didn't get to decide. And how do you think that made him feel when he realized he'd been tricked? If anybody forced me, uh, I don't have any problem. If anyone cheats me, then uh, I feel sad. When he's cheated, he feels sad. Sad. Clearly a crime has occurred. Counselors, could you approach the bench please? This is something I probably should have brought up earlier, but I have to admit that I have never tried either Italy or Puta, which is making it difficult for me to imagine how this swap even occurred without Georgian noticing. You see, Your Honor, the Puta was mixed with black curry, which made it look like Italy mixed with black curry. I see. So they're made of the same things? Uh, not quite, Your Honor. But don't worry. My client was more than happy to give me a deliciously detailed description of the dishes, if you'd allow me to play it for you, as well as the rest of the court. You may, Counselor Reven. Return to your sides. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Bibby's description of Idli and Puta. Idli is actually a South Indian dish, okay? Uh, and it's very soft and uh, fluffy because it's steam cooked. It's made of rice and uh, lentils. But when it comes to put it, is, uh, it's, it's made just with rice flour. Uh, and uh, for extra taste, we add a uh, little scraped coconut also. But put is a little more dry. Uh, we need a side dish. But idli is soft when you compare with idli. Uh, idli or put, idli is uh, more healthier. Okay, so let me paraphrase for the court. Idli is not only tastier and easier to eat, but it's even healthier. Clearly, she had no reason whatsoever to make this swap. <laughs> you have segued us perfectly to my next point. Darn it. I would be more than happy to discuss intent with you all, as it is by far the most important factor. She was not intending to hurt Georgian, even if that was an unfortunate side effect. Food fraud is, indeed, a serious issue. But malicious food fraud, this is not. I tried to give it to him because it was just different. I wanted him to try different food. That was the main thing. Not healthier, but different food. Uh, you know, he has to be on his own sometimes. And uh, he might not get his favorite uh, food every time. Uh, and... So, you know, he should know how to adjust to every situation. That's what I felt like, you know, we should train our kids uh, to survive anywhere and every time. We cannot be around every time. Hmm. Hmm. What happens when he goes over a friend's house and there isn't any Italy to be found? Or goes to a restaurant and his favorite dishes aren't on the menu? Would he rather be forced to try a new food out of necessity or because his mother graciously cooked it for him to try a taste of? Really, I'm having trouble figuring out. What's the crime here? Giving a boy some food he enjoyed eating? Then you'd have to put me in jail every single day when I pour myself a bowl of cereal. Huh. You're not a boy. You're a grown man, Reven. I'm a child at heart. <sighs> and it doesn't matter that he liked it. It doesn't matter her motive. She told him it was one dish and she served him another. End of story. Hmm, Counselor Flambe. In your discussions with your client, did he mention to you what his favorite foods are? Yes, and let me assure you, Puta didn't make it on the list. Ah, all right, but what did? He mentioned dosa. 
Okay, what else? Italy. Of course, as we know, and... That's all I can recall. Roll the clip! No, now I don't like to try new things. Uh, I only eat dosha and idli. Dosha, idli, dosha, idli. Only dosha and idli. And how did you get that clip? We're even now. <laughs> Despite all her tactics, both deceptive and earnest, Georgian's mother is in a constant struggle. All Georgian desires to eat is the same two dishes over and over, day after day. What's a mother to do? Not deceive her son, for one. Surely you didn't eat everything your parents served you as a child, Flambe. Actually, I was a very good eater. I would try almost anything, actually. Well, this isn't about you. My mother had a difficult time trying to get me to try new things. It may be hard to believe, but you are looking at a reformed picky eater. When I was a kid, all I wanted to eat was pizza. Pizza in the morning. Pizza in the evening. And you better believe I wanted pizza at supper time. I mean, you've had pizza, right? You could eat that anytime. But man cannot live on pizza alone. Clearly, something had to change. And so, how did I break free of this cycle of blandness? By trying new things. A wonderful peek into your bizarre childhood, Reven. My point stands, and you won't get me to back down from this. Being a picky eater is Georgian's right as a human being. You can't take that away from him. Nobody can. If he wants to eat Italy every day, he should be able to. There will not be Italy every day, Flambe. You know it, I know it. Someday there may not be Italy. And on that day, Georgian will thank his mother that she tricked him into eating puta. In your dreams. Why are so Right. Order. There will be order in this food court. All right. I think we heard enough. Friends in the jury, it's time for deliberations. Did Georgian's mom commit food fraud, or was her trickery justified in getting a picky eater to be a bit less picky? Until you decide, this court is adjourned. Jury deliberations are now in session. Please proceed. My name is Lucy, and I am 10 years old. My name is Julia, and I'm 13 years old. My name is Haru, and I'm 12 years old. So I feel like both of them kind of have a reason for it. The mom was just trying to get her son to try new food, but her son didn't want to eat it. I do think that the mom should make him try more foods rather than him just having the same foods. I do think that the mom was in the right here because her son actually enjoyed the food that he ate. Even if she had to kind of trick him into eating it, he didn't hate it. He enjoyed it. So I think that her tactic might not have been the best, but she was trying to do what was best for her son. Yeah, I I agree. I think that it's not a food crime. I would say not if it's malicious and if it's intended to just make him eat something that he doesn't want to eat, then I would say that would be a food crime. But if it's to make him try something new, like in this case, I wouldn't say it would be a food crime. So if he actually didn't like the, um, the puta, but uh, his mom kept saying that it was Italy and kept serving it to him even when he didn't like it, that would be definitely malicious and that would be totally a food crime that she should be charged for. I agree with Lucy as well. I think that if she'd made him eat it just for the sake of eating it and not to like help him try new things and try to help him out, then it would have been a food crime, but it isn't in this situation because she was trying to 
do it for the right reasons. Sometimes I'm a picky eater, but usually not. If my parents tricked me into trying something, I would be okay with it because I would probably try it anyways, and it's probably more fun if I'm tricked into trying it. So I really do agree with you that if my parents do kind of say that it's one thing, but it really is another, I would be maybe a tad upset if I didn't like it. But if I do like it, I would kind of be a bit grateful that they would make me try something new that I might end up absolutely loving, even if they had to trick me. I would say that his mom is probably not guilty. I think that it was not a food crime. George's mom is not guilty, but I think that there should probably be a deal or something because he probably does need to try new foods, but maybe he should know he's gonna try a new food before he actually does try one. So I think that maybe a deal should happen as like something for afterwards so that food fraud, if it even wasn't malicious, uh, food fraud can be avoided and a picky eater might be introduced to new dishes. Yes, I think that I agree with that. So we have all reached a verdict, and we find Georgian's mom not guilty. Thank you, esteemed members of the jury. Well, the food court has made its decision. Let's go over to Georgian and Bibby to hear how they feel about this verdict. Georgian, Bibby, your jury has listened to the case and has found Bibby not guilty of a food crime. How do you feel about their decision? Was justice achieved today? Georgian... Let's start with you. I don't think that's fair. Ah, understood. Well, the jury has decided that their not guilty verdict only stands if your mother agrees to be honest about what she's serving going forward. Do you side with them? I stay with the jury. My mom should make deals without tricking me to eat no foods. Wonderful. All right, Bibi, over to you. Do you agree to those terms? Yes, I'll get into a deal with him. I won't trick him again. Then the verdict shall stand. Any other comments? Yeah, I would really love to thank the lawyer and the court for understanding uh, how I feel and uh, what was really going in through me. I really appreciate that. Bibi, it's those sorts of sentiments that make all this hard work worth it. And with that, food court is adjourned. All right. Oh, I'm going to need a taste test. Bailiff, could you whip up some Italy and pizza for us? Ah, I just got to try these dishes. They sound so good. You got it, Judge. And don't forget the curry. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening.